Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Jules and Matt Anime Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and every week we go out into the world and watch a little bit of anime, and then we come back here and talk about it. And this week we are talking about episode five through eight of Trigun Stampede. I'm super excited to continue go- going into this world and learning so much more. But next week is the last time that we're going to be talking about Trigun. We're going to finish off the first season, give our thoughts, put it on our board, and we're going to be picking a brand new anime from one of these in the chest currently. There's so many to pick from, so many anime there, and I'm super excited to dive into the next one next week. And then after we put it on uh, Trigun Stampede, we rate it and we put it on our new board for season two. It's looking a little lonely. They're going to add one more anime to that. Good so far. Looking great. Started off great. And I don't go on these anime journeys alone. I'm with my co-host, Matt Galley. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New uh, Year. Everybody listening. Yeah, ringing in 2024 on a much better note with... uh, with the continuation of this show i i've been <clears throat> um i'm really impressed with how much the the show is able has done in the amount of time that uh we've been watching it it's uh it's really really coming together to be something cool um i don't know if you're talking about jules and anime hour or trigun but yes oh yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> hey two things can be true at the yeah, same time sure. right <laughs> but uh but no yeah i i really didn't think that uh this show was gonna be able to like capture me in the way that it has like when we um when we picked it out of the chest i thought it was just kind of gonna be you know pretty run-of-the-mill bog standard but i mean at least for me i feel like it does uh it just does a lot of things with uh, a unique like flavor like a unique little twist and flair where even though i kind of generally knew where things were going i was like there were definitely some reveals that uh had me just little gobsmacked (laughs) especially in these four episodes but i do got to say on what you're saying there was a point in and i'll talk about it when it happens there is a point somewhere in these four episodes where i was like i'm on the fence probably the most on the fence that i've been in the anime so far where i'm like they're kind of losing the plot for me a little bit but we can get to talking about that but let's get into episode five, Child of Blessing. If you haven't seen the first four episodes, we talk about it in the last episode. You can watch on YouTube, on Spotify. We already talked about one through four. Now we're going to be talking about episode five, Child of Blessing. What happens in episode five? Uh, we get uh, an opening for the episode being introduced to the family of a religious cult. Um, then we cut to Roberto, Meryl, Vash, and Nicholas all making their way east until they spot the rotting carcass of a creature which uh makes them uh pause for a second vash begins to wander into a nearby town with everybody following behind and uh, a monstrous creature who we come to learn is the child from the cold opening ambushes vash vash uh repeatedly attempts to non-violently take down rollo uh, appealing to the person he once was However, Nicholas would deliver a coup de grace, executing Rolo the second he seemed to make a breakthrough. Vash and Nicholas argue over the morally uh, correct way to have handled the situation. So this is interesting because I love 
again, going to mention it, the introduction of the radio as the narrator, but indirect narrator, where things are happening and they're listening. They're like, ah, I don't want to hear that. But here's this other thing. When the radio comments about when the two angels descend, we will be led to the land of God. And I was like, ooh, some more religious aspect, but not so much. But I was like, oh, this adds another layer to the people, the world, what's going yeah. on outside of our main story. Um, we hear about missionary Michael and priest William. Who are mm -hmm. they? We're going to find out by the end of these four, but it had more. We of a have story. already seen, actually. We just didn't get their name. Sure. And you wouldn't in the situation. I'm glad they didn't do like a whole, I'm so-and-so. And this exactly, is why exactly, I'm here. Exactly. So, so it's letting us connect the dots in time with the anime going on. And I really like that. Um, another interesting fact about this episode uh, or something that happened was that they mentioned a town running on wind power and how that's ancient or that's old technology or something yeah, like Nicholas that. Yeah, Nicholas seemed completely gobsmacked by it, which initially was like, this guy doesn't know about wind power. But then the later episodes recontextualize why he wouldn't have known about it. Mm -hmm. which i'm still, again i really like <laughs> which i'm still sort of in the dark of and i've probably discussed that about timelines and all that stuff which sure kinda, yeah because i'm sure they're holding on to some stuff still um but the whole wind power thing uh we find this big dude which i did not i mean i kind of thought was gonna be rolo but yeah right because uh, really it's think... only person introduced but like you're you're racking your brain on like how that could happen but mm -hmm. it's like it's like obviously it is him in, in it, to a certain degree you know sure can we talk about how cool some of these antagonists or characters are i don't think we've like really talked about how just all of them are super similar but also different like mm -hmm. they they come from the same cloth they're cut from the same cloth but there are variations to them. Like these, yeah. this guy has big it's guns, all these but... like, yeah, wasteland, like scrapyard, uh, like effects. But then you get this one with, uh, just with that, like the, the face, the face shield or whatever yeah. that's going on there. That just adds this like little tiny sci-fi twist on it. Um, it's, it's uh, a really cool design, honestly, really intimidating. Yeah, very intimidating. Yeah. With all the muscles and, and the big guns and stuff and how he, he, blew out air uh some of those are just air i guess air cannons or air something. cannons i was yeah. like oh that's pretty cool that's something you don't see a whole lot um but rollo is the kid from the beginning we find out he's sick and the doctor is there for rollo and they end up doing some experiments on rollo he gets um he he ages fast so apparently with this serum whatever experiments that they're putting on them they age kind of fast or... yeah it like reconstructs cells to be stronger and it uh speeds up metabolism and i guess it, it would be the uh that process being sped up to an insane degree that causes this uh amount of aging years in the matter of like days it, so it kind of seems that happens to wolfwood later spoiler alert yes. that happens to wolfwood later but does that how does that affect the brain though because i we see an older wolfwood mm -hmm. we see an older kid but this is seemingly maybe a week or two or i don't know how long but like are they still 
mind of a child or does that change at all because that's what i that's firstly like what i went to i was like is he still a kid is that why he's still trying to reach him there because he's still that kid that i i think so like i I, that's what the show kind of so is wolf still a kid yeah again that like that's why i think it kind of makes sense that uh he didn't know about wind power if uh plants are kind of like uh, if he comes from which he does uh, a town that has its own plant that provides uh power because he comes from hopeland orphanage um so the the there are no windmills there and such and we haven't seen any windmills up to this point so no um i mean it just it it I don't know if they're it's gonna kind of getting loosey goosey. Sure. It can it can be loose, but I I do think that it kind of makes sense that he has almost a uh, like the whole deal again. Spoiler alert with him talking to Vash and Vash trying to like appeal to him, but him just being kind of like a no, you're just supposed to kill the bad guys. Like that's kind of like this attitude that he keeps giving off. It's sure it's me like kind of a childish. childlike yeah mindset to have. Mm. um there's no nuance to it it's yes. kill the bad guy big gun <laughs> yeah so then i would say yeah okay so they do still um not as aged as what he what they would look uh in the mind i suppose um so we see wolfwood he drank some liquid that we don't know about just yet he did a piercing shot which is pretty baller um and found out it is rollo kills rollo and we find out wolfwood is a creation of the doctor and uh nicholas wolfwood is the punisher marvel crossover (laughs) it's really cool i am digging it i up until this point i'm like let's go let's continue the monster of the week thing big old monster guy what's his story still uh non-changing in the protagonist's idea of helping he still wants to help i i don't understand how he knew it was rollo that kind of was like okay maybe whatever he's like i'm back to help you i'm back to save you it's like how did you know it was it was the kid come on but that that part aside it was a good episode really enjoyed it um episode six once upon a time in hopeland things get kind of crazy so we got a lot to go on this one episode six what happened uh the opening showcases nicholas withstanding a burst of rounds from a machine gun before taking a stimulant to recover and executing his opponent roberto decides it's time for he and meryl to depart taking vash and nicholas to a sand steamer depot to be brought to july city across the great desert things quickly go awry as an assassin shows up attempting to kill vash Nicholas identifies this person as someone whom he met in an orphanage, uh, Livio. Meryl convinces Roberto to pursue Vash and Nicholas and are swept up by a gang following the stand steamer. And jumping timelines, the show provides us a sequence showing Nicholas and Livio's relationship develop and then going on to show Nicholas be accepted into a program where he would be experimented on in order to become an assassin for this religious cult with superiors in pursuit of the sand steamer as well. They uh, attempt to push Nicholas to his very limits in order to break his will and get him to submit to the will of the cult. There's a lot of things going on. There is a lot. So we've, uh, 
first thing I noticed was Wolfwood being able to survive the gunshots. And later on, we know why. And that was the first thing I was like, wait, what? What's <laughs> happening? What's going on? This is going to be different. Um, the introduction of a sand steamer, which was really cool. Uh, I can tell you in this episode is where it got a little much for me. Um, because I, and, and it, I never completely got off the train. I was kind of hanging off the edge. I was like, mm. there's a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool characters. Introduction of Livio, the assassin that we find out more. We get some backstory on him. What's going on with him and uh, Wolfwood. But I was like, how, how is this connecting to our main story? And I, I just want, I just wanted Vash to go, go to nine. And I'm like, where's that? And now we've kind of taken this little detour and it was just a little bit and all these other people came and I was kind of confused a little bit, but there's just a lot going on in this episode. I don't know. How did you feel watching this one? Because I mean, watching this one off the back of watching the last one, I feel like it's maybe the execution is a little muddy, but mm -hmm. I think it's an excellent like way of putting like uh in the last episode you know vash is standing there telling nicholas you can't be the one to decide who should live and who should die and we have seen him co consistent with his own this concept of sure. like i'm not the one that should decide if people live or die i should be just be helping people that seems to be the person the person that uh vash just is so here we get an it they, they get the inverse of roles where in the last episode it was vash trying to reach out to rollo um but nicholas stepped in and you know kind of uh provided the uh without nicholas stepping in we wouldn't have this conflict go of ideals going on so now that that door has been opened it's the introduction of livio is a way to showcase like hey this is a this is what Vash is going through. It, he just cares about everybody, but you care about somebody. Mm. But that's going to make this decision of how to how to handle what's going on here very much difficult. If you can, if uh, if he maintains his worldview that he that like monsters should just die, and he says at one point, I'm pretty sure that he's Livio's turned into a monster. Or he says mm -hmm. a monster. Um, especially with the concept that we get introduced to where because Nicholas is like S plus compatibility, mm -hmm. this is why he was able to maintain free will after undergoing that program. Mm -hmm. But S pluses are very rare as the doctor William, uh, priest William, whatever says. And it, okay. I, I, you know, I, I, I just think it's really, uh, it's giving a little bit of nuance to like that uh, moral conflict that's going on showing... between the two, and because they are, you know, two opposites, yes, uh, very much together. One in the past episode dealing with one situation on this side, and then now on this side, and it's like, well, they got to come together and figure it out because they're together now. Exactly, but Vash is more than more than ready. In fact, if again, if it wasn't for Vash now that again the uh spoiler alert vash in the next episodes cold or i mean hard stops nicholas from executing livio so we get the the reversal of 
in that moment, Nicholas did a coup de grace on the person that he was trying to reaching out to. But mm -hmm. here, Nicholas is just ready to execute the person that he cares about most. But Vash uh, stops him from doing that and reminds him, like, like break through to him somehow. There's got to be something. And mm -hmm. if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't. I mean, he, he still ends <laughs> up dying. Is, yeah, he yeah. still ends up dying. <laughs> but you get that one moment of, you know, seeing him, you know, recognize Nicholas in his sure. eyes. You get that one moment. And I think that without that, Nicholas would be carrying such a heavy burden that he didn't need to. So I, I'm still... Um... I guess the the more confusing parts for me, we get we get the whole flashback stuff, which is nice. Like the flashback style change looked great. Wasn't confused about that. I was like, oh, okay, this is great flashback scenes. It's stylized differently. Love that thought. Is this uh, before I get into what I was going to say? Is this too late? We always get some kind of flashback. Um, now that we've been seeing more anime in a shorter amount of time, we get. Um, you know, we get to talk about the the way the episode arcs go or how the story arcs go. Would it be better if they put this here, this there? Is this a good time for them to do that flashback? Because I was fine with it. Because sometimes I'm not, where I'm like, no, oh, yeah. that could have gone earlier. But this is a this is a great time to put this, especially with the introduction of Livia. Yes, I think it was it was a good time for them to place that, but if there's if there's one thing that I guess I would want to restructure is kind of providing some sort of a similar um stylized background to when Nash and I might have had more of a close brotherly bond before mm -hmm. it is whatever before um and that uh, could be coming. Of, yeah, it could be coming, but uh, I, I would want to have probably seen that a little bit before this or closer to it. And um, also showcasing Vash and Nye's, like brotherly bond that they had before whatever it was that led Nye to tricking Vash into provi providing him what he needed for Nye's plans to go through. Because mm -hmm. obviously Nash... Vash wouldn't have uh, helped him do what he did if he had known the outcome. So mm. I just, I think that at this point, I would have wanted that reveal to have happened by episode eight. And that's the only thing that I would say. I mm. think that Nicholas and uh, Livio's backstory thing is fine here where it is. But again, just want Vash and Nye's uh, bond to be a little bit more built up. And a little bit more shown, not just talked about. Because mm -hmm. Nash seems to—I keep saying Nash. Vash keep, seems to care about Nye a lot. Mm -hmm. But Why? other than the fact that Rem took care of the both of them and doted on them uh, at the end of this set of episodes, we really don't know why. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Other than the fact that they're twins. Mm -hmm. um, we get information about the child of blessing gets picked to be experimented on, which is some sort of religious ploy to get these superhumans uh, to to get experimented on, and they are picked from the orphanage uh, to take on the drug that strengthens strengthens their body. I was like, this hit me hard <laughs> because whenever. Um, I think it's in this flashback, right? In the, around this scene here, where this dude, Blue Summers, I think is what they're calling him so far. 
Uh-huh. Um, don't know what this blue haired guy is. Blue Summers, I think I is what I got. But the eye of Michael is apparently the him or the the whole group. I'm not too sure. But when Nicholas tries to jump out the window. <laughs> oh my god. Bro, he gets twisted and the, contorted. The way that he was like about to touch the glass and the way the hand like f- flipped back or whatever. I was yeah. like, oh, that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> That was so good. That caught me off guard for sure. I thought it was like, oh, this is how he got away. Oh. No. (laughs) It's so crazy. Uh, He got contorted pretty crazy. So we find out that Blue Summers has some sort of telekinesis. Um, Priest William, as they had named him before, is the doctor that we've seen in the previous episodes. Um, The whole fight scene with Livio at the end uh, and throughout this whole episode, this episode, this anime is very action packed. But this episode in, in particular, I loved how when they're on the ground, when they're when they're fighting rough, it's the camera goes slow or like it's just slow action movements. But it gives you that big impact feel. It feels yeah, like whenever you're playing, are really good. <laughs> yeah, it feels like when you're playing like one of the Batman Arkham games or Spider Man or something. When you get that little slow boom and you hit that yeah. big hit that's how that the anime felt in this fight particularly for me because they're on the ground they're moving kind of slow motion boom hit hit move hit shots and i'm like oh this gives me that like effect like there's just this effect that it gives you and it's just yep. great in a fight and uh i i do think it got uh, i i didn't have my my animation i on as much this time i was just kind of uh (laughs) i was just kind of enjoying the the show as it was being presented to me but i I really do think that um it also goes with uh what i was talking about last time and how they are really good at handling swapping the foreground and the background between being animated on ones and twos depending on how the action is flowing Um, it it allows for those more punchy impact frames to be more exaggerated Mm -hmm. and such which uh yeah, it, it like you said, the Batman Arkham games are a great way to uh, bring it, are a great comparison point to make when Vash is fighting everybody. It just seems like all he's doing is hitting like counter. He's just like doing mm-hmm. counter yeah. move, like slip and <clears throat> knockout. Just like mm-hmm. he, he's not actually doing any attacks, mm-hmm. even when he was uh, about to in the next episode. Uh, like wade through a bunch of people to fight he's just like holding his pistol in a in like a baton yeah uh, he had it backwards yeah it's it's, like what what are you doing so (laughs) so uh, i love how much emotion and character is put into the fight sequences they don't feel like they're just uh repeating a bunch of uh sets of you know animations that they've already planned out sure and and you saying that i didn't even think about like how each person is different in the way we fight. We see everybody else pretty much have hands throughout this uh, show so far, and they all have different fighting styles. And you could tell who's who. And it's not like they put like a blanket. This is how they're going to fight. They're showing you how the character that is fighting, how they Mm -hmm. would fight, and the differences in that. And it's really awesome. Um, The Bad Lads Gang bad lads gang come out so i okay the confusing part for me here was were they coming here because they knew there was a plant on board were they coming here for vash is nicholas wolfwood on their side but not anymore because 
the doctor seemed to want so, him to me it uh, it just seemed like they were uh you know like uh i think mad max they're just a gang that wanders around and they see a big old slow moving cruiser sure land ship and they're just like we're just gonna go raid that and you know rob all the people on board that are you know enjoying their leisure cruise across the desert <laughs> were they connected to that blue summers guy i don't think so but maybe like yeah that's that's kind of what i was confused it because they were there seem like they are it just seems like like you know the perfect storm so to speak yeah okay um so yeah it all sort of culminates in this next episode episode seven wolfwood uh what happens in episode seven excuse me um episode seven we oh where'd my episode seven uh with things going from bad to worse nicholas resolves that he must kill livio vash wades through the bandits and catches up to Merrill and Roberto and uh, returns to Nicholas just in the nick of time to stop his killing blow on Livio. Nicholas then attempt, uh, then attempting to break through to Livio. Livio's memories all come back to him at once, then shooting himself and falling off the sand steamer. Uh, the steamer's large gun begins to activate and rotates uh, to aim at Hopeland Orphanage. Vash, Nicholas, and Merrill all work together to stop the gun from firing at Hopeland and from ramming into the city itself, with everyone discovering Vash to bear similar markings that the plants bear. <sighs> bum, bum. What? We're all plants. In the end, maybe they were all plants <sighs> all along. Maybe, maybe the stampedes, plants, were the plants we, we made, made along the way. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a perfect storm. See, this is why I think that they were all together was because they're ramming into Hopeland Orphanage. Um, ultimately, getting having uh, Wolfwood become on their side, on the doctor's side, or something like that. Like, what? yeah, what's the blue haired guy's name again? blue summers so blue summers wants to like first of all purposefully sent uh <clears throat> excuse me purposely sent livio as the assassin knowing that nicholas and vash are together he purposely mm -hmm. sent livio there to attack vash in order to put nicholas in a position where he would have to kill livio in order to try to like break him psychologically and when that doesn't seem to be something that like he it's like oh he might actually save him mm -hmm. so he breaks the part of the the sand crawler <laughs> um in order to throw it off track towards nicholas's orphanage so it's like if breaking him via killing his brother sure. doesn't work i'm okay. gonna destroy the orphanage that he lived at and the city that he lived in and maybe even both of those things happen and then he's sure to become whatever uh, the cult wants him to do because he's s plus so he has free will so we can't for some reason between now and the last time we saw like him in the furthest part of nicholas's backstory 
he's gone rogue or something mm -hmm. so they're trying to get him to like come back without like forcing him and i still want to see how he got away there's a couple things that i still want to see because for all intents and purposes we saw homie that has telekinetic telekinetic powers own him immensely just stop you're not going anywhere you're ours whatever and then now we know him as to have escaped with a big gun where'd that come from mm -hmm. how did that happen um but i guess we don't have to see it but it'll be nice because like how does he do that and why doesn't why do they want him so bad i still i guess that's that's my hang up it's like why do they want him so bad what does he have is it just the s plus gene or whatever that they can uh somehow harness that and multiply that or something or do they even want it mm -hmm. or is he more powerful than everybody else or does he have just uh did he just steal a bunch of that serum stuff and he just has a bunch of it and they just want that back like what it what are their thing and i think all those questions are taking me away from the plot that's happening mm -hmm. and all this is just nitpicky i still mm -hmm. really enjoy nope. the show it's all really great but in in these three episodes i was just kind of like where are we going why are we getting a bunch of uh, story about wolfwood about him being turned into what the perfect believer um how he has this backstory on livio which is really cool and where he came from but where does it play out and i i really hope that it has some sort of meaning to it in the next four episodes um otherwise that's we just got a really cool character see that's ex that's exactly where i'm at and that's where i that's where at the start of the eps earlier i was saying that this is really looking to like kind of go one way or the other but from where we're at up to the point right now i'm really enjoying it is because there are very there's a lot of open-ended questions where if in the next four episodes some of those questions don't get resolved wrapped up or at least like uh touched on partially answered yeah addressed if some of the uh, questions that have been brought up don't get addressed then i'm going to be very upset but if everything presented so far at least uh plays out to some, for some reason in the next four episodes i feel like i'm gonna uh have a great time with the next four episodes um uh, we find out that the ship uh was actually a spaceship prior or parts of a spaceship in it and we see meryl have sort of this defying moment here in her character how she defies roberto on saying because they are just reporters they were taking pictures of those guys earlier mm -hmm. and they are still they still have a story to write and how does this play into it i have no clue but i'm ready for it to be something or if they're just characters to tag along that's fine too but like i want them to be working for somebody bad i want them to be working for have they seen the doctor have they seen the uh, some of the bad guys maybe they're like oh it's our boss oh my god wait he's this bad guy you know what i mean like it turns out it's somebody we already know that they're working for or something or i don't know these are cool characters but we see uh meryl have a uh, a defining moment in her character where she's like no i want to help people maybe that's all it is maybe that's all well she definitely has this like she she even tells she speaks it she has this lingering guilt over things that happened way back in uh uh the rock town i mm -hmm. forget the name of it um so 
like just Roberto's kind of more of this traveled, grizzled, like he's a bit more dejected. <clears throat> and he constantly reminds her, like, hey, we're not the heroes in this situation, like that we are just reporters and we're just doing our job. So it, it's it's nice to see that like she's being treated as a character that has her own like motivation and sure. her own um flaws where you could you could consider her uh, per persistence a like a, a trait or a flaw however you want to uh define it but um it's it's definitely nice to have her be this like a weird like not weird but a, a, a like a grounded character that's surrounded by these characters that are just larger than life sure and if that's all they are there for to to bring us back down to earth and have them be the the stable like talking sense into the audience like we're not heroes what are you doing like what then that's cool i'm okay with that too if it doesn't end up being anything and them just being tagging along throughout this whole journey and being the normal people, I'm okay with that. Um, I just thought this was a very cool moment for her and saying, like, yeah. no, I do not want to feel this way anymore. And this sucks. And I want to help any way I can. And I could help right now. And I'm going to. And Roberto being like, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Um, so what i thought it was uh because after roberto helps a little bit we i thought somebody somebody was in the plant and i was like okay somebody was in the plant like this one was special or something so okay, it went cool. green as people yeah <laughs> and then we we come to it to be like they are the plants because they have the same pattern the whole thing's connected that was a great moment because now coming so late into this and having that revelation now is like, Oh, we have like so many thoughts about plants. Now, like this, this plant was just a thing, the MacGuffin that they needed. And it was also just the thing that powered stuff. Now we find out that this is coming from somewhere and that somehow Vash is connected. Somehow millions knives is connected. Mm -hmm. They're the same. Is, did they come from the plant? What's happening? So after this episode, I was like, oh my God, this is great. How good of a moment was that for you? No, that reveal was wholly satisfying. Um, it really, it, it like makes me think back to like all the way back to the first episode where Janora uh, Rock, I think that's the name of the town actually. Yes. Um, they were saying like, hey, uh, when they're walking in to the factory uh with exactly Ash, and everybody's like huh i wouldn't have pegged you as a uh, a plant engineer and he's like hm, i know right <laughs> yeah and like, they're like he just kind of like <laughs> dusts his shoulder off mm -hmm. but then it, because of the next episode too like we it, it gets recontextualized again where like that's it's a really big deal that he's able to do the things that he can do mm -hmm. um in fact maybe even the only person of his kind that can do what he can do so it's just it's <laughs> it just again it just recontextualized like things all the way back to the first episode which always is very satisfying when reveals do that because that's mm -hmm. to me that's like what uh, drives a second viewing is when sure things like that can 
be spotted and caught out after uh, you you get the reveal the first time through. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you were talking about in Promised Neverland, how the couple times through it's you notice different things or knowing the ending can recontextualize the beginning and watching it over again. So I definitely get that feeling where if I watch this one over again, I'll be like, oh man, these are knowing this now. I'm like, ah, this, this is crazy. Like now I can catch all the other dialogue or double meanings that Vash had as well. Cause I did remember that point too, where he was talking about there's like, oh, he fixed it for us. And he came by and he, he just fixed the plant. And they're like, what? Okay, cool. Like, it's like, oh, I guess Vash knows about this stuff. Yeah. That's, that's something that we know about this Cause character like, now. Because, like, there sh- he shows up and he's like, oh, look, one's red. And I'm like, what's he going to do to fix it? Is he going to open the tank up and put some, you know, some food in? little yeah. little plant food? Like, well, how does he fix it? Um, but, you know, that, that answers the question, that question in a satisfying way that, in the like the universe i i'm able to accept it as it's presented mm-hmm. it doesn't feel it doesn't feel forced or contrived that's what no. i'm trying to say and i'm cool with the story so far i know some of it could be um a little like the perfect timeline where uh, in mo- they talk about it in movies how like oh how did he get out of this situation how did he get not 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 get shot by anybody vash uh, amazingly dodges so many bullets and uses his arm to block so many bullets in these past couple episodes um but it's believable enough for me it's not so much a perfect timeline where everything goes right uh there it's enough believability and i'll let you know yeah. if there's a point where i'm just like okay how yeah, did that like, happen like what's going on things things go right but not all without a cost and that's an interesting way of presenting the 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 show when certain things happen um like when they're trying to keep the cannon from you know getting it to its full firing position and they're holding it up and then vash's robot arm cracks Mm -hmm. and it starts to like uh pop and sizzle yeah and it's like to yeah it's like you know that that just is an interesting way of handling the situation and still letting them succeed, but giving him a tax for it, sure. um, so to speak. Like rolling a an 11. Be like, yeah. okay, you, you succeed, but yeah. like... Or pa- passing the check, but failing the saving throw that comes with the check. Sure, great. <laughs> if you don't play in D&D, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we get some more information. Going into episode 8 our home what happens in the last episode we talk about today so in uh episode eight we see a bit of vash nai and rem all enjoying their life pre-crash and then we see nai revealing a new bit of info that vash gave him access codes to the ship uh which guilts vash's conscience him running out into the desert he is discovered by a group saving him and bringing him to another grounded ship unsure of what to make of his markings they are all cautious of vash at first however amidst uh, a potential crisis vash shows what he is capable of communicating with red plants and healing them before their voice goes silent after recovering data from the black box of vash and nye's home ship vash is implicated in the destruction with him running away from everyone at his new home uh, he again reawakens in his room 
seemingly saved once again and uh then also we get to see him running into his brother who seems to have also made his own new family um and i i said uh unsure of what to make of his markings but they weren't unsure of his markings they're like oh he has plant markings like what does that mean like he's part plant part human they Mm. they figured it out they weren't unsure sure um so i think at this part the very beginning they were celebrating their first birthday yeah Uh, and they look their first birthday (laughs) yeah and they look like they're 11 that automatically tells us some stuff like were they born in that age like the way that they look when they're kids were they born a baby and they just grow really fast um still don't know don't know how probably the second one yeah um i would guess we find out that vash was the one that gave nye the program access code to do something for something to happen still don't know exactly what happens i don't know if we are like maybe in this next flashback that we get in episode nine uh let us know but we find out as well that plants can give birth in that there are only two independents um that i don't know they're two (laughs) independents that they the plant just makes but they can give birth so were they birthed by the plants or were they independents like i think the first one so, so they find out plants can give birth okay cool does that make other plants or was them giving birth only happened twice, and that's Vash and Nye? Maybe, they... maybe it's like at some point in the, in the like, Rem was maybe like a human that was appointed to be the caretaker of any independents that sure. show up from the program. Uh huh. Or was she? I, I don't think she was an independent. They, I think they say that she's a human. I well, they they say that there's only two independents that happened, and I'm assuming that's Vash and Nye. Yes. So do plants just give birth to humans just normally? Not normally. And still don't know the full. It's end. it's it's like a. Because their genetic makeup is mostly human. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I, there's, yeah. They give us some information, and it's us trying to interpret what they said. Uh, because I'm pretty sure by the end of it, we're gonna know. But I just want to see where we're at because that was kind of confusing for me as well. I was just like, okay, so I, I, I was. I like, don't know. I think I was definitely just rolling with it. Okay, cool. I was just yeah, rolling me with too. The punches. I was like, all right. All right. I know the two independents that you're talking about are these two guys. Okay, exactly. Cool. Um, we meet Luida, uh, who is the more nice human there. Or I don't know if she's human either. Wait, are they human? They're they, human. They, they're human. They talk about them being human. Yes. Okay. Um, we find out as well that Vash can't produce anything, unlike Nye. Uh, because apparently Nye can produce things. Something. Maybe yeah, the knives, something. I guess. They turn into knives, yeah, sure. (laughs) 
the what that's why he's named um well we find out that vash can talk to the plants and they could hear them sing uh very cool moment when uh they they give him his jacket that we see him and it is bigger than what he is sized for and i like that i was like that was a cool little thing because i was like how did he but he does grow eventually into the vash we know now and they think that vash betrayed the humans by just not saying the thing saying the same thing that we've heard a million times already and he overhears them and runs away we don't know how he gets back either there's a lot of like we have to connect our own dots here we have to connect our own dots and like the last 10 minutes of this episode five seven minutes the more that it happens the more i don't like it but i'm fine with it like it's not like a annoying thing it's just kind of like a mm, because he goes off and leaves and then we find him uh confronting something and Mm -hmm. then he wakes up yeah and i'm i'm giving i'm giving like benefit of the doubt to the show that things might make sense in the next episode it might do something to kind of connect those dots and it's just for the fact that you know since we watch the four episodes like hold and then come back and watch the next ones after we do the show here um that's why (laughs) earlier in the discord i was joking that like i was i was like (laughs) i was like uh what's his name after he got his memories back because <laughs> yeah. i was like i just want to watch yeah. the next episodes mm-hmm. these are i'm very bought in but also like i want it to all come together so badly because i think the potential is just extreme for how how uh satisfying some of the conclusionary reveals can be but and again i'm also this... bracing for it to drop the ball on that but because this anime is going so well and there's so many things that I like about it, I am giving it the benefit of the doubt. And I'm sure that you are too, because it's like, exactly. they have everything going for it to be a great anime. Please stick the landing here in the last four episodes. If anything, it's just really pretty to look at, man. Sure. Very <laughs> we pretty. haven't really talked about that a lot this episode, but it be- continues to just look amazing. Gorgeous. Beautiful colors. Um, You can tell that some of the spaces are lived in it's giving the the world um great context in all the different rooms that we've seen so far and up until episode eight all the different ways that people live all the different settings so good really love it um but again them not showing how wolfwood got out mm, come on like show me something uh yeah. how he got back to the ship mm, come on like it, it's stacking if, up a little bit if there's one one nitpick that i do have it was how like nash i keep, why do i keep doing that oh who's nash man? i mean nye and vash I just think nash. yeah that's what's happening uh how he just kind of waltzes onto the sand steamer even though he's like a wanted That's criminal that was the one thing for me that was just kind of a lot i was like nobody knew who he was and they're just at the top just hanging out this is the 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 humanoid typhoon because we've been talking about like heading into july city and there are like soldiers on there which seem like they are probably july soldiers so and they're just hanging out is he Nobody not recognized by his like red coat and blonde spiky hair? I don't arm. know. <laughs> Nobody checked that. But man's again, cross. I, I'm just I'm along for the ride. Sure. So I'm willing to give the show the benefit of the doubt. And uh, 
stick with it at least until uh again the later reveals really either wrap it up in a satisfying way or not mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm ready for it to go either way sure um so they think vash betrayed the humans nye maybe killed or wants to kill all the plants and they meet in this past uh in this uh what's it called flashback here what do you think what do you think nye's nye's intention is here or what are his motives? Either one, because they're all. I the really movie. want him to be a villain that has uh, some sort of a, like, he he gives his reasoning, like, uh, like Pain from Naruto is a good example, like having a monologue where you know you can almost uh, relate to or understand where the villain is coming from to a certain degree, but. I really feel like Nye is going to turn out to be the type of a villain that's doing evil for evil's sake. I mean, why did he blow up his home ship? That alone is just like, unless it turns out that like the plants are actually some sort of a biological such and such that can potentially doom human life to a certain degree, unless it's something like that. And the people on the ship were actually like in some morally gray area. I don't know how Nye can be kind of like uh, redeemed as a as a uh, likable antagonist. I think mm-hmm. he's just uh, at this point I'm bought in on a he's just supposed to be there to be dislikable and nothing more than that. And that's fine. Normally, I, I I am okay with that, but it would be so good if there was something like what you're yeah. talking about. It it it's what takes a villain I, to the next level. I guess it could be seen that like he and uh, Vash are two sides of a coin, um, and maybe given, he was born given, given their powers. Sure. That's like the juxtaposition that they we're both inclined to like of course if vash was born with the power to heal flowers back to their health and talk to them and stuff he's gonna probably have some more empathetic natures than somebody who's able to conjure up and then telekinetically control a bunch of daggers out of thin air to completely bring a town crumbling to dust yeah because maybe (laughs) It could go along with like he uh, Nye feels like he needs to do this stuff, kind of going along with what has been happening in the past episodes. Like he feels like he needs to for some reason, whether he was born a certain way or something in his head or something like that. And uh, or him taking note from somebody else, um, because we still don't know where the doctor really plays into all this. Maybe the doctor had convinced him of this stuff uh, possibly because I think that could be a misdirection of uh, where the actual evil is lying, that the doctor has been taking all of these other superhumans together. And maybe he took a part of Nye for some reason, or somehow he got into his brain and he was the one that was actually pulling the strings on everybody. That would be a reveal that I would, enjoy <laughs> but yeah that's what i'm saying i'm just going off i'm just making it up right now because yeah. of going off what you're saying how to make him still feel redeemable and good 
and possibly ultimately at the end it's the two brothers coming together to fight the doctor like that's perfect that's a that's a not perfect but that's in a perfect timeline that could be a story that they tell whatever story they do end up telling i just want a nigh to have a good reason like you're saying and not be just doing it because i want to be the only one and yeah. i want to uh, just me and you, Vash. No, I almost said Nash like you. <laughs> just me and you, Vash. Just like the whole come, on, come to my side. Like we, we, because we are these beings born of a higher nature, the humans are whatever. They, they, they should not. The flowers should be because, like, for, for a while, I thought they were collecting the flowers that Nye was like the. Like the tainted don't deserve to have the blessings of the flowers, so we must remove them from the hands of the tainted ones. I thought it was like some sort of a sure, like that type of a take. But then when we get the reveal of Nye in the flashback, he's surrounded by dead flowers. And are they dead just because Vash wasn't around to heal them all? Is he gonna like try to pin that and make that seem like it's uh Vash's fault? I don't no maybe but like just that was like again part of that reveal with all the dead flowers or plants not flowers um i was just like geez that's after giving them like this sense of being mm. uh it was like kind of shocking <laughs> yeah um i did know like i did have a feeling that the plants came from wherever you know the two brothers came from yes um, definitely so i the ships uh, uh in the opening they literally say like plant project on them yeah for sure um so i thought that he was trying to take them all for himself that he didn't want anybody else to have this kind of power whatever they did because they were powering cities and he was going after them i now i i don't know what the reasoning is does the do the plants produce that stuff that the doctor uses to do experiments and make people superhuman? Possibly. I'm still waiting on that connection, but I, I really am hopeful that it is connected somehow in that way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do you, what do you hope for? What do you hope for in the last four? Again? Yeah. I just want to see some of these open-ended questions to kind of get wrapped up. <clears throat> I want, some more reveals that recontextualize things that we've already seen. Um, I want Nye to be made a redeemable antagonist to some degree before he uh, has to, you know, be put down or be saved. However it is that the, the story ends up winding up. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I struggle between whether or not I'd want to see Vash have to fight against his own ordeals, kind of like how Nicholas had to, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, sometimes you can't save everyone. No. Um, but he he really keeps pushing this concept that he's going to save everyone. And at least so far, the only real tax we've seen him take is that his arm got a little busted. But how did want, he get his arm? How did he get his arm? <laughs> but I want to see. I want to see something. I want to so see good his good nature be 
the reason why he is almost defeated, so to speak. Sure. That would be good storytelling, for sure. Either way, we are going to be watching the last four episodes of Trigun Stampede, and we'll be talking about it next Wednesday here on the Twitch channel and watching it. If you want to watch it later, it's on Spotify and my YouTube channel. But I'm super excited because we're going to be finishing the season, and then we're going to rate it, so we're going to put it on the anime list here and then picking a brand new anime from the anime chest 500 bits during the live stream gets you a new anime added you can name us an anime and we'll add it there if you want to see all the ones we've already done it's all on season one go back and look at all of them but these are the ones that we'll be picking from for next week matt when uh you are not talking to plants where can they find you you can find me on my Twitch at Matt underscore Galley or follow me on my socials. Just add an ITS at the front at it's Matt underscore Galley. When we're not here jumping off the sand steamer, where can the people find you? Um, at Jules the Human on all social media at J-U-L-E-S the Human on YouTube, on X, on Instagram uh subscribe to the youtube channel to watch videos of these every week uh we put them up on youtube later on and then on spotify you can watch this podcast on spotify just look up the jewels and matt anime hour you can give us uh, a five-star review if you want you can join the discord links all down there in the chat in the description of the video go check it out go talk to us and there will be a place for you if you've been following along and if you're watching the anime along with us there will be a place for you to vote so you can vote on where we put the anime. Watch the last four episodes. You can vote. I'll put it in the Discord. I'll put it probably on socials or something like that. Go and vote for where you rate the anime Trigun Stampede. And we'll put those up and uh, we'll talk about that next week. So that's the end of the episode. And we'll see you next week. Watch Trigun episode 9 through 12. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.